The re- it's always on. Oh, it's on right now. What did we talk about this week? Lots of things. We had an excellent conversation about the state of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Indoor rap, whatever you want to call it. Rap hop. Oh, there's indoor rap? Hip. Is that like rap. Where, uh, Wookiees rapping? That'd be dope. I love Wookiees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wookie Wild Wild West. Uh, we <laughs> talked about... <laughs> Talk about that was a big chunk of our show. Then your boy Ryan Lochte, he got on the show again. Okay. He's he's our favorite. Um, there was some some movie news about what's Captain America going to be up to in the next coming uh, Marvel films. Yep, there and, was Ke- Keanu Chronicles and one of our most anticipated superhero films, Gambit. <laughs> and our top five this week was top five black sitcom, which I won. That, that went well, and uh, I wasn't embarrassed at all during that segment. <laughs> Alright, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Put your hands to the sky, be trying to get by, my lord, why lie? I gotta stay true, ain't a fan of the norm, I don't care what they do. Nah, on the plan for the most high, I'm shooting for the future, backpacking the boat side. The women like, oh my, they loving the soul vibe. Surfing these waves, you come with dogs on low side. But I'm ready for whatever, had to put my life on the lever. Spiritless forever, trying to keep it all together. Smoother than a parquet, arcade, grew up black and out like the dark days. Chilling where the stars play, clouds underneath them. Only one unity queen, we gon' latif them Dreams I speak them, like I'm sleep talking With your own caskets, let them keep coughing <laughs> What you know about the grind till the sunrise? All father seeing hunger in the sun eyes What you know about the people at the bottom Trying to make it to the top, I said I got them What you know about right till your hands hurt? Call it destiny, you're never gonna answer What you know about piling dreams in the backpack? Got a fast stack of these fat raps I don't think you can hash that My ambition is see-through the whole world did beseech you, do the experience teach you, how to tell failure not to reach you, cause I'm way past your plateau, I'm here to cast light on shadows, the latest trends, now you can have those, I got an ill mind, no I'm not Hobson, where I write hooks, make it look like I'm boxing, shouts to the homie Rob, held me down since the intro, told the world they don't know what they info, once it was simple, alright, let's do it, thanks for listening this week, we all appreciate it, welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the show where we talk about social issues, movies, news and play independent hip-hop i'm your host panther 5000 sitting here with vic what up vic all right let's do it pew 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 at this part i want to put in some jamaican air horns i've had a lot of coffee can you tell (laughs) just a little bit yeah now i said to vic before that i wanted to do more uh conversation pieces so the show isn't quite as reactionary to racism all the time (laughs) and you had a good ass topic this week let's do let's talk about that uh yeah so i've been hearing a lot of like outlash and outcry about the the freshman 16 game ripped them apart on a song a lot of vlogs about this not being real hip-hop and stuff like that and i got to start thinking because like the the what i'm hearing is this isn't real hip-hop this isn't real hip-hop this isn't real hip-hop they should have their own genre and shit like that and i kind of had a epiphany that people saying this is not real hip-hop is the reason why these trash rappers got birthed in the first place. Go on. How, how does this happen? All right. This so, is an interesting theory. All right. So here it is. This is this is fan fiction on hip hop, right? So since the birth of hip hop, it's 
uh, my one of my favorite lines in uh, Venture Brothers. It said, "As soon as God uh, crapped out the third caveman, a conspiracy was uh, plotted against one of them." So, as soon as hip hop was birthed, people started. This ain't real hip hop. That's the whole thing. If you weren't from the Bronx, you weren't real hip hop. So they probably first hated on the first Queens rappers and shit like that. From somebody from the Bronx probably hated on uh, LL Cool J and shit like that, right? And Run DMC and yeah. something like that. Somebody probably. That's not real hip hop. That's not from the Bronx. Then New York came together and the birthplace of hip hop is the Mecca. New York is hip hop's Mecca, right? Then, all right, America's a big ass country. And so, you know, we hear you and it's like, oh, we can do that. So it started branching out. And I'm not sure who's the first one, the real, this isn't real hip hop, but I'm going to take you early back to <laughs> when it came to the West Coast. Niggas with Jerry Curls came out. My bad. Niggas with Attitude <laughs> comes out on the scene talking about reality rap. They weren't talking about spinning uh, breakdance or anything like that. They rap differently. They rap raw and rugged and everything like that. And they brought a totally new message. The hub, the Mecca, they said what about NWA? They weren't real hip hop. They were not real hip hop. Dirty South comes out. Um, I'm not going in chronological order anytime. All right. So Dirty South comes out. Uh, Outcast, UGK, Ghetto Boys, Raw Rap, uh, talking about their situation in life. They weren't talking about breakdancing and spinning. They were talking about riding, gripping wank, gripping, gripping grain, uh, Cadillac slamming Cadillac does, play shit. What did the Mecca say? Various family members, their mama and their cousins. Yes. And the Mecca continued to say that this is not real hip-hop. This is not real hip-hop. Everybody remembers 3000's iconic words at the Source Awards. The South got something to say. Yeah. Uh, E-40. Still hated on today. He talks too fast. He raps funny. That's not real hip-hop. Mecca says it. Too short. Grinding out the trunk. And too too short. Not real hip-hop. Master P. Comes out ghetto dope. Man. These are like, if we think about it right now in 2016, as man, these are some of the founding pieces of hip hop and golden age and 90s and all that stuff. But when it first came out, this was not real hip hop. What really got me to this, uh, I'm going to bring my point in a second, but what really made me think about this is Nelly. Nelly comes out, country grammar, fire. Is it a hip hop classic? Yeah. Yeah. Country grammar. I don't care what anything you else say. Country grammar was fire. And Nelly could rap. I'm a Nelly fan. I don't like all the shit he does, but country grammar, hot shit. Oh man. I'm I'm like I'm like a hip hop purist elitist and I had, I have no Nelly Slander, I'm telling you. I feel yeah. I feel the same way about it. It just went it just went diamond like two weeks ago. All right. And I'm not saying I'm not saying sales equal good. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people bought that country grammar. Yeah. Country grammar. I'm yeah. like, I'm not no, like he started the singing and the Keith, the Keith Urban or Keith Brooks. We did the song. <laughs> All right, hey, hey man, over and over is not is not my jam. <laughs> but it's not as bad as LL Cool J's accidental racism. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, it could be it could be much worse. Yes. All right. So all this we got. I'm just I just named pieces and rappers that are seen as icons right now from different parts of the area. When they first came out, it was like this real hip hop. And then uh, Nelly, Karis one got at Nelly for no reason. Nelly didn't diss him. Nelly was like, what the fuck? Where'd this come from? And he got at him. He's like, that's not real hip hop and blah, blah, blah. And this and this and this and this. And talking about you did this and this and this. And he was like, all right, you're a legend. And, but he went back at him because I ain't, I ain't no punk. So over this time is people, New York, 
was saying this ain't real hip hop, right? Everybody had to find their own avenues because you weren't getting play in New York. E-40 wasn't getting play in New York. MC Hammer, fresh, that's real hip-hop, selling stuff out of the trunk. He had to make his own way. Uh, E-40, Too Short, MC Hammer, UGK, Ghetto Boys, Outkast, they were not getting love in New York, the Mecca, because they weren't real hip-hop. So they found their own avenues and everything like that. And then we see how the internet changed the game. Remember when ringtones got you rich. Like Young Jock made money on ringtones. Soldier Boy made money on ringtones. Different avenues. Soldier Boy was one of the pioneers. Like, we don't think, I say Soldier Boy and Pioneer, and you're like, what the fuck? Soldier Boy is the pioneer of the rap game kind of today, uh, getting a buzz on the internet through YouTube and all that shit like that, and then blowing the fuck up. Like, being able to sustain yourself because you know how to market to the kids of the world. He is a pioneer in rap, hip-hop, and you may hate his music, but don't give him respect for he's one of the first people to do it like that. So everybody found their own avenues. Because they couldn't get in the regular way because they're not real hip-hop. So that's my whole point. It's like, yeah, y'all cried wolf for so fucking long that it doesn't matter what real hip-hop is because y'all not going to like it anyway. So that's how we get the little Yachis, the Kodak Blacks, the the Uzi Verts, and all that shit. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm like we 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 said it. They said it for so long was not real hip hop, and it was real hip hop. Maybe in 20 years, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> in 20 years, uh, we will be saying, "Oh my God, this this little Yachi, that first album." <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like we're losing anything by by these rappers like in the freshman and mm-hmm. then like the freshman covered. I don't think we're like losing anything from hip hop, mm-hmm. even if if we don't like it, if hip hop elitists don't like it, mm-hmm. just just let them do their own thing. I don't think it's going to destroy the culture. Yeah, I think I think we're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. There's been quote unquote like uh, hip hop periods were probably mad in like in like ninety like ninety six through what two thousand two with the shiny suit era. Yeah, they're like man, this is going to fucking destroy rap. It's exactly. never it's never going to be the same. Like, it, we're, we're, we're okay we're okay yeah so i was like everything that came out of new york fine they want to do anything i never heard anybody say chicken noodle soup was not real hip-hop <laughs> i never heard that shake i never heard that shit the harlem shake so anything i never heard that not being called real hip-hop but you do a dance from down south or the bay area that's not real hip-hop side conversation do you think mace is underrated i, t- I tweeted about that this week yeah Right? He is, yeah. right? Mace was a product of his deal. <laughs> uh, but I think he's kind of like Nelly. He had he had real bars. Yeah. If you listen to his music. And he had a different, he had a different style. Yeah, period. he did. Mace probably wasn't real. Because <laughs> it's like, he was the only one rapping like that. And he inspired a lot of rappers that are still around today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I could say that he inspired Cam, but they definitely rhymed a lot together, and you could yeah. tell. Uh, fabulous and Kanye mentioned numerous times that that's his favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. 50s, obviously, that's one of his favorite rappers because he, he signed him or tried to sign him. Mm-hmm. Murder Mace, yeah, even murder, you know. So, anyway, this is the side conversation I want to bring up. But back back to your point about uh, hip hop elitism, mm-hmm. I just wanted to compare that to other other stuff that shit a lot of people are elitist about a lot yeah. of shit. Um, I'm probably like a nerd elitist. <laughs> I'm like shit. I'm a reading Spider-Man comics since since uh, '94, and now people want to just wear a Spider-Man shirt because you've seen Avengers. Fuck that. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm a Marvel movie elitist. <laughs> <laughs> 
anything that's moving pictures, I'm good. I'm dumb like that. So I'm like, oh my God, you don't even know what's going on right now. Oh, uh, I can fake it good enough. Uh, basketball elitist, because we're uh, Warriors fans, so we hear a lot of shit. Oh, they don't play the game right and shooting the threes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, baseball. Oh, that was the worst elitist in the world. Bat flips. Baseball is the most, like, might have the most undercover racism in the world because they hate when a, a person of color is having too much fun. They want to say, look at that monkey dancing on the bases, but it's like, oh, that bat flip. That's not, that's not baseball. That's not it's, the pure taste of it's, baseball. It's the only sport left that has uh, a lot of not colored not a lot of colored people left i don't yeah. count i don't count hockey mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah what is what is it yeah ice skating with sticks <laughs> hockey's no but Look. you <laughs> we're going on a tangent but i wanted to talk about uh bringing back to our hip-hop conversation mm-hmm. people say that rap music sucks now mm-hmm. but are people looking for new artists like that yeah I was having a conversation last night with uh, Rocky Tirade. I went to see a show last night in Oakland. It was a dope show. His music has been on the show before. I said to him that people will, will look for new restaurants, but they won't look for new artists. Um, what trips me out is uh, the amount of po- – like a good positive rapper, like if you name the top-selling – rappers for the last few while they're all semi-conscious not counting drake and drake's not drake's not terrible he's just i like how uh joe buttons uh described him he's, he's a concept <laughs> he drake is a r&b singer that raps like he's beyonce of rap people write the music he might get a <laughs> song credit here and there but <laughs> he got a team that makes good music all right but it's like uh you got J. Cole writes his own stuff, positive, conscious, well, best selling. He was he, he made the most money last year, right? Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, conscious. I wasn't a fan of the last album, but he's one of the top artists. Uh Wale is always uh, at the top and stuff like that. So it's not not like positive and conscious and not dumb rap doesn't sell. It actually sells the most. But it's like with catchy. So I also think there's like <laughs> a conspiracy to dumb down our culture. Uh, oh, you know, I'm actually I'm glad you brought that up because the machine isn't really behind J. Cole like that. Mm-hmm. And you hear you hear stories about I don't say two, we talked about Tusha earlier. Mm-hmm. He he got pressure from executives to not make songs to make songs like "Shake That Monkey" mm-hmm. and not like getting it, mm-hmm. which is the song about getting getting your education and chasing your dreams. Yeah. That was hella positive with a uh, beat with a, with a sick ass bass time. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, I can get a 5.0 and uh, and chase my dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, E40 told me something to this day. Don't buy an $85,000 car before you buy a house. Which is which is, like, which is still fucking relevant to today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, so um, it's just my whole point about it was it's like you don't have to like it, but you guys going out of your way to bash it cracks me the fuck up. It's terrible music. Don't listen to it. People don't listen to rap music. Uh, people do not listen to rap music. That's the thing. That, that's the shit in the world. People will dance to rap music. People will not listen to rap music. And they think that's not real music. And some of the most genius lyricists ever are rap artists. I've, I don't want to get into my Ofe music is trash, but I've heard y'all call some, <laughs> I've heard them call gen, people musical geniuses. And I'm like, <laughs> 
what? You're like, I don't see it or hear it. Yeah. Where's the... Yeah, it's, I've heard people be called great singers and can't hold a tune, great songwriters with some fucking ABCD lyrics, uh, great producers with... Eh, eh, eh. Shout out to Elvis, pioneer in cultural appropriation. Loved it. I had a white dude. He was trying to say that so cool. Like, he was like, they, he stole it, but he was the only person that could steal it and do it right. And he was like, he was just explaining, he was like, he was the only person can do that. Like, you couldn't put some pasty-faced-ass pasty white dude on stage, still rock and roll, and have it do what Elvis did. He was like, only Elvis could do what Elvis did. Yes, he stole rock and roll, but he did it in such a manner that was like, yeah. Elvis was a great motherfucker, great artist. I don't know how what person per, kind of person he was, but I don't listen to his music, but his... I like some of the song lyrics and shit like that. He had a decent voice. He had the soul and shit like that. And he wasn't pasty face. And I don't know if we call it dancing, but he knew what he was doing. And shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he knew the shit he was doing, right? <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't do the spritz like James Brown and shit like that. But he I mean, hey, Drake was I mean, Elvis was a Drake back then. <laughs> he was Damn. Like, yeah. That's that's a pretty good comparison. That does it sometimes. It's pretty good. He had, he had good taste in sandwiches. You know that whole sourdough loaf with the peanut butter, Ooh. peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. Peanut butter, fried butter sandwich. Sure. Hell yeah, we're about to make one of these after the show. So and he had his Drake. I mean Elvis. Elvis had his own freaking style. He didn't need to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> Him doing kung fu on stage. That is like the greatest shit in the world. <laughs> but hell, Elvis wasn't real rock and roll back then. You I, ca- I kind of want to hear like an Elvis E Forty mashup. Man, I tell you, I need that purple thriller in my life. Nobody's been on that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my whole, like, I don't care. I know it's trash, and I'm like, I'm glad it pushing on me, but I don't hear a little Yachi being bumped in my neighborhood, and I'm I'm around stupid little kids and shit like that. I don't hear them pumping that stuff. You're not going to play it. You're not going to play it. I hear terrible music sometimes, but I, I hear terrible music people trying to at least rep. You know? That motherfucker's not trying. It's It's fine if you don't like music. I just want to say, just don't support music you don't like. Support artists that you do. Look for new music. Ask yeah. somebody that you know. It's fine. And I can't stand EDM. <sighs> um, I went on a cabin trip, and that's all they wanted to listen to. And I was like, y'all just not going to mix it up? No? <laughs> no. <laughs> then I made a good point. I was like, you have to like EDM to go to an EDM club. Everybody can go to a hip-hop club. If they're playing nothing but hip-hop, everybody will still have fun. If I go to EDM club and they're just all that's they're playing, I'm I'm fucking leaving. I have to get wasted <laughs> to have fun there. But you can go to any club. I mean, you don't want to go to every club that's just playing nearly hip hop. But if you put if you put a hip hop DJ in an EDM crowd and he's and he's a good DJ, motherfuckers gonna still dance and have fun and shit like that. If you put an ED <laughs> if you put a great the greatest EDM, whatever the motherfucker is, in a hip hop crowd, he's getting shot. By me, <laughs> I'm turning it in. I was like, this nigga tried to do music torture. Fuck that shit. And it's just fucking hip hop with <laughs> shit. Do you think if they remade Blade today that you would be with EDM instead of techno? Oh, I, I like techno when it had words. I never like any sound. Don't get me wrong. I like, I love Ellie Goulding, uh, uh, Latch, Latch, uh, anything that has words, Clean Bandit. Anything that says words, I will slap that shit. Like, if it's 
like techno funky or EDM funky, but it has like song lyrics, I'll listen to it. I listen to all kinds of music. If you look at my shit, you'll see like an eclectic thing. You'll see a lot of hot boys, and I've been listening to 400 Degrees forever, like for the last three weeks, just back to back to back to back. But you'll see like a, a large mix of music and stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say what I like, but it's like you gotta have some words and shit like that. I just want to listen to sounds. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Somebody turning a knob up and down. What the fuck? You want to take a break or just like go right into news? Uh, yeah, we can take a break. All right, let's take a break. Enjoy the sounds of Sky Blue. He is a musical guest this week. Up in the rapture, need to make a blast. Uh, try to give a poop with all of a sudden they pass. Right. Running time steady passing, the world turning west craving. Yeah. Hearts getting darker early, right. they like savings. Opposite, but I give them extra life and haven. Yeah. Not for the cake like ice cravings, but their life I'm saving. What every sound like all over the world. Uh, Don't you know I get around like pot and blue steel down with the underground. Nothing less than the best, nah. not the symbol that's under pound. Yeah. I found it forever in a lifetime. Touching lives. Most of my fans don't even like rhymes. Why? I don't need to explain. You heard the radio. Yeah. Creating these hype beats. I ain't in the ratio. Nah. That she go, destiny, you gon' be mine. Yeah. But I know it takes some time. Okay, fine. It might take years and that's okay. Cause I know I'm near it. All I got is faith right now. We gon' make it out somehow. We gon' make it. But what? Look, we gon' make it. Spending on my dreams and games, whatever's left of it Hoping that I sell a bit Most of my music is free, give it to you But I don't think you realize You giving to me cause it's a release of my pain And I ain't major but I can wait till somebody changed it That's good enough cause my words did it I showed myself, I'm my own worst critic But I still work with it like a boss I hate Just hoping this counts Have you seen the cost of fame? It's pretty expensive And I ain't got the bread for it Honestly in our economy I will be dead for it I'm not prepared for it, got my leg for it in a dream. Real world's a nightmare, as horrid as it seems, we can make it. All you gotta do is hold tight and keep faith to survive in these cold nights. It might take years and that's okay, cause I know I'm near it. All I got is faith right now. We gon' make it out somehow. We gon' make it. Well, what? Look, we gon' make it. What you gon' do, y'all? We gon' make it out somehow. And we're back. Let's do this. Your boy. Mine? Yes, your boy. Best swimmer ever. Oh, you mean Michael Phelps? Hell no, Ryan Lochte. Oh, my other favorite swimmer, who can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm just mad about how America's treating him, all right? He made a mistake. He's a young kid of He's, 32. Hey, boys will be boys, man. Boys will be boys. But, uh, you know, after the they tried to shame him, you know... I'm glad he's getting back on his feet. He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Me too. Me too. I'm glad that, you know, once you make a mistake, you can you can just come back from that. Yeah. And I just want to take a minute to wag my finger mm-hmm. at Al Roker. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't believe he got up so upset about this. Yeah, stirring your tea, like, furiously. I mean, he was he was just he was just so aggressive on television. I mean, he's usually just so well-spoken. I was, I was, I was petrified. Yes. I, asked, I mean, I, asked, I saw a different side that I did not want to see of Al Roker. I didn't. 
that that Negro needs to needs yeah, to. He need to find know his place. He does. He does. Yeah. I I told my young son and my Cole just you just you just go to your room right now. I don't want you to see this. Yeah, he he used to be one of the good ones. He did. You know, like Cam Newton is now. What well, we just let him want to welcome Cam to the fold as a good Negro. Yes. Thank you so much. He knows his place. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much I was longer. About to go so many names. I'm like, like OJ was before you know. You know. We okay. We broke. We broke character a little bit. Yeah. Uh, fuck that. I mean, this motherfucker. That oh, privileged by white people. <laughs> this motherfucker. So you mean to tell me he does this shit, embarrass the country? Now he's on Dance with the Stars. Oh, that's another athlete being rewarded for being a white athlete. But we're not going to talk about the other one because Keen don't feel like reading. Yeah. Well, you rubbed off on me, man. Hey, no, 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 no. One of us. We can't. No, oh, wait, we, we wait. both can't do that. All oh. right. <laughs> we, one, of us, one of us has to read. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my thing. All right. That's my thing. You don't see me going around like reading comic books and shit and, and yelling at people on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I am. So, all right, fine. It was, right, whatever. It was it was a weird week. I had I had a lot of vodka yesterday, so good job. I don't feel like reading that much today. Good job. He, this man had a day off, so he was like, "Whip." <laughs> <laughs> when you called when you called me, I'm like, "Why do I have seven missed calls?" <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. only only one of them was from you, but I'm like, "Am I? Why am I still asleep?" It's like 11:45. <laughs> nice. Um. All right, movie news. Let's get into movie news. The Rooster Brothers today said that Steve Rogers is no longer going to be Captain America. Spoiler if you haven't seen Civil War by now. But I imagine if you're listening to the show, you've more than likely seen Civil War. Unless you're Sarah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> but yeah, she's, yeah, she still hasn't seen it yet. You're a bad husband. I am terrible. But if you've seen that movie, Cole seen it. He'd be like secretly watching it when she's not here. <laughs> I'm like, Cole, Cole, come here. Come this here, makes man. the show get better. <laughs> that you've seen it. Uh, you do. You just sacrifice for the show. <laughs> hey, hey, the show must go on. All right. So if you, of course, you remember at the end of the movie mm-hmm. when uh, we see Steve Rogers at the end of the movie who goes to rescue uh, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Every and Falcon. Wow, wow, damn. Oh, and Falcon. No, no, he didn't rescue the Winter Soldier. He already rescued the Oh, wait, sorry. He goes to rescue uh, Falcon. Falcon, uh, the Archer. <laughs> Bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> like Avengers Legolas. Yeah. But he just has like a hoodie on. He doesn't have the suit, Captain America suit anymore. Mm-hmm. And he drops the shield of the Iron Man fight, right? Mm-hmm. So the Russo's confirmed today that he's no, no longer going to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Bullshit. What? Why? Is he not going to be in Infinity Wars? I mean, yeah, he'll be there. Okay. Only reason why he's in Infinity Wars is... Okay. 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 Winter Soldier was supposed to be... No. Civil War was supposed to be his last movie. Matter of fact, I don't even think they were going to do Civil War, but... Uh, Chris Evans was like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. It takes too much out of me to get this fucking buff to be Captain America. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. just got to put on the fucking suit. All right. <laughs> that is not fair. This shit takes way too out of me. And and I know you're like, oh my God, he has to get buff and he gets paid how much. He doesn't got to get buff. It's one thing to just get sh- in shape. He has to get 
big. And he he didn't get as big as the first one, but he has to get big. And that takes a lot to get like big and shit like that. So I respect what, what the fuck he was saying. I still wish I got paid millions of dollars to get that big, but whatever. Um, but he's that, like, he's that, like that, he didn't want to do it. And so they I don't think they really were going to do Civil War, but they said he was like, I ain't going to do it. Then they threw enough money at him. He was like, all right, <laughs> I'll do two more. I'll do two. I'll do two. So he's still going to be in the next two uh, Avengers movies. Yeah. So you mean to tell me if he was, <laughs> they paid him to be in two movies, right? but he's not going to be Captain America. That's right. Smart man. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, he might not be Captain America. He might not run around with a shield. First of all, he's going to have a shield. Yeah. Let's keep it all the way lit. He might not call himself Captain America. They might call him Steve throwing the whole movie. I dare you to you two things. He will have his shield. He will be doing Captain America as shit. All right. And he will be big. So three teams. Three well, things. Well, he's going to have to paint the shield black. Yeah. Because he's, he's just Captain now. Yeah. Not America, though. He should be Captain Morgan. That'd be fun. <laughs> just walking that's, around with rum. That's Iron Man's job. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't. They never. They never touched on the, uh, the dark side of Iron uh, Man. The rumor. The rumor is that they were going to do that for Iron Man too, but they said that was too dark. That'd have been cool. It would have. And they kind of did it, but they never really get into the Playboy philanthropist part. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. Billionaire Playboy. They always get. They always say billionaire Playboy philanthropist, and they do the philanthropy part and the billionaire part, but they never do the Playboy part. Well, maybe now that he's single again. Yeah. They're now, taking a break. Now they, they almost also didn't do Civil War because mm-hmm. uh, Robert Downey wasn't under contract. But then he walked into a meeting. He's like, "You know what, guys? This briefcase is empty, and it can hold money." <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And the thing is, like, all Robert has to do for that is act, and he does look a little toned in the movie. But that means he went to the gym, like, because he knew he's. I gotta go be Robert Downey Jr. I gotta go be Iron Man. For uh, this movie, he went to the gym. His his agent is the fucking greatest. Yeah, but he doesn't have to be any kind of shape. Anthony Mackie probably gets bigger. Yes, he does because I seen him on the uh, the lip sync battle and he was fat as fuck. But he's buff and fucking everything. Uh, whoever plays Winter Soldier, I think Scarlett Jo Stan Sebastian. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson probably has the titty up because she looks hotter. But she has to do that anyway because she's a female actress. She can't get fat and be Scarlett Johansson. So. Maybe even Paul Bethany had to do some push-ups to be a fucking thing. Chris Hemsworth has to. He has to be Thor. Everybody has to get on this fucking regiment and shit like that. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> okay, my bad. Paul Coulson? No, 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 no. Um, except for uh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he ain't got to do shit. He's, he's, that's where he's the, it's the biggest. That's that's where it's at right there. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm just going to yell in this green screen. All right. <laughs> Growl. <laughs> his, his agent his agent must have got on the horn right away. He's like, wait a minute. Edward Norton fucked up? <laughs> uh, hey, hey, agent, agent. <laughs> Tobias, get on this. He's like, so, 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 uh, I, I could be the most, I one of the most, probably the most out of that group. Most iconic, yes. The most iconic out of all the Avengers is the Hulk. Everybody fucking knows the Hulk. Everybody knows the Hulk stories and shit like that. Everybody loves the Hulk. The most iconic of all of them, and I ain't got to do shit but go out there and act my ass off. Where do I sign up? But I forgot. Uh, I wanted to talk about how this is gonna, how we think it's gonna affect the Marvel universe going forward. I just, somebody, I, somebody's gonna pick that shield up. Yeah. 
Who? Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. The I, Falcon. I don't. I don't think they're gonna give a black. It could be. Is it or is it going to stay on the ground? Because Winter Soldier is frozen. Oh yeah, he's frozen. He's got to stay frozen for like three movies. No, he doesn't. Maybe two. No, he, I don't even think that much. Remember, they said forty-six people, <laughs> forty-six characters. Oh yeah. They said yeah. forty-six characters. So are that, they backing off that number? No. That means every character plus like twelve we haven't seen yet. Yeah, and I'll give you one movie. He'll stay frozen, and that's Black Panther. If you talk about a runtime of movie, yeah, he'll stay frozen for a few movies. Doctor Strange, <laughs> Black Panther, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Oh, there's three. There you actually, go. Actually, yeah, that, that is three movies. Yeah, there you go. That's, you those are all before Avengers, right? Yeah. All right. That'll actually, yeah, yeah. that's three movies. Well, all right. You were right. Damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Captain America is going to be captaining, and I'm think I'm. They're trying to get rid of, not trying to get rid of. They're trying to move from. Everybody, and the thing about I understand you want to move from away from Captain America. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. has said he loves playing it, but he think the America might get tired of him. No, no, we're not. I want three. I want at least three good Iron Man movies. I've only gotten one. Yeah, that's true. I still want to see. Give me, yeah, give me, give me two more and, tries. Two more tries, Iron Man. Let's keep it all the way lit. Iron Man 1 was good just because it was fun and it was groundbreaking and shit like that, but the villain was trash. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Robert Downey Jr. just acted his ass off. He carried that movie like an uh, Idris Elba performance. Now, he was very Idris Elba-ish. Idris Elba-ish. Idris Elba-ish. Elbish. Elbish, all right. Uh, now, a lot of, in, in that movie's defense, a lot of Iron Man villains are just shitty Iron Men. True. But, and they tried to do Mandarin, which is probably like his most iconic villain. No, they didn't try to do. Mandarin. Okay, they didn't try. They just, they, <laughs> I tried to do they, Mandarin. They they shucked and Javis. They're like, hey, you know what? Hey, come over here. I got something for you. And, oh, they and then and then they, and then they robbed us. And then, and, so I don't want to talk about how disappointing it was. That's because that's, first of all, they whitewashed the Mandarin. Yeah. But then they got one of the best actors of all time. Let's go back to last week where I told you that Sir Ben Kingsley played Gandhi. Just wrap that around your head. An Englishman played an Indian fighting for rights of Indians against British people. He did. Yeah. Just a little. Just, just, just let's just do that right there. Made perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Let's are you are you still excited about this Gambit movie? <laughs> I want it. Do you still want it to happen? I want it. But I don't need it. How about that? Well, the director who was attached to Gambit, he left and he walked over to DC because their movies are actually going to happen. So <laughs> he, he's going to direct Justice League Dark. Um, Fox is just a ball dropper. They they had one great movie, and they've been trying forever. So I they. They have the X Men universe, and they're not doing shit with it. They have the mutant universe. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the mutant universe. So many iconic characters, and they have. Out of all those movies, Deadpool has been the best one, and they've been making X Men since. Two two thousand. Two thousand. So, and then let's not forget they have they have. One of the greatest villains through all comic books. 
Doctor Doom on, on on payroll. That's them. They they own him. Doom. Galactus is a great storyline. Galactus, Magneto, Apocalypse. Yeah. And Omega Red. Don't that's my dude. I really want to him see so just just see him and Wolverine fight at one point. It could have happened by now. Yeah. They got the and they got they got there's X Men subplots. You got X Factor. You got and everybody was like wetting their panties over Cable being announced. I'm like, y'all know nothing about no damn Cable. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you fucking posers. Like man. elitist. <laughs> <laughs> and they got the fucking Phoenix Saga. They. Did you watch that movie all the way through? X Men Three. Yeah, I watched it like twice. It's it's pretty up there with Spider Man Three to me. No, it isn't. Mm-mm. I can't get through Spider Man Three. I'll watch X Men Three again. Well, you know we're gonna have to watch that at one point for a <laughs> Marvel series. Yes, I know. I know. You might, I think you're gonna have to come over to watch it because I'm not gonna believe you that you actually <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, like you do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a cliff notes? Can somebody just send me cliff notes? Like. <laughs> we got a few like real real good fans of this show, diehards. Uh just send me what I should say. You guys, y'all y'all know how to do it. <laughs> like fucking cheating in your DMs. Like yeah. uh then uh then Venom. Matter of fact, we can, <laughs> You my, know what? That's my that's my uh special guest. I'm just gonna be out that week. <laughs> you can just bring in a special guest who's watched it. So you can be like, um You can do the I'm, edit I'm, do, I'm in the hospital just uh let's figure it out. Yeah. I'm in the hospital until you're done with this show. <laughs> I'll be fine on Monday. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't, right. don't worry. Unless you record on Monday. Then. <laughs> <laughs> got me. The autism got me. I'm fine. Don't visit me. All right. I got too many vaccines. Any other movie news? No, nah, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and pause. We're getting too far. Actually. No. Keanu Chronicles. Yeah, do it. All right. Damn it. We should have paused because my screen went blank. So your boy. Keanu, like all this awesome stuff, but like. Tragedy has struck this man more than one time. Um, in '99, his girlfriend Jennifer, like their baby was born stillborn, uh, stillborn, and then eight months later, she died in a car accident. So when it shit hits Keanu, it hits my dude hard. That's why another thing, like, dude is so relatable because he doesn't live the charm life in the background. All right, none of that sadness. All right. That's good. Now we're going to get into the this movie just like fucked up science fiction. It's only a few movies that did that. Star Wars like fucked up science fiction, right? Matrix. <laughs> Biggest dystopian. Can you name it just like another big Okay, uh Terminator fucked up science fiction. Matrix fucked up science fiction. Uh, so his most famous role to date, The Matrix, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right, all right, so, so, all right, so, this is it. So, first of all, we, if you guys are real fans of the show, you know, they was going to give Neo to Will Smith. They were just going to give it to him. He couldn't get his hand behind Neo, so they gave it to Keanu Reeves, perfect casting, right? So, at first... He was paid $10 million up front for The Matrix. Pretty damn good. Then it became a big hit. He got $35 million. So this is where it gets cool. So when he was negotiating the profit sharing from the follow-up films, 
he decided, you know what, I'm going to hand over some of the points to the special effects people and the costume design teams. So the what he could have made was like $75 million. He donated over $75 million to the people that worked on the movie because they deserved it. That's a good man right there. So on top of that, right, so besides that, he brought uh, the 12 stuntmen team. He brought them all of them Harley Davidson motorbikes as a gift because he said they were all good guys. Damn. So he he out of all the money he made, like 114 million, he gave up 80 million of that to the special effects and makeup staff. That's kind of all the money. All the money. Yeah. Damn, he kind of loses his life like a monk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if you and like you said, if you listen listen to previous Keanu Chronicles, he didn't exactly he lead a rich lifestyle when he was born. Mm -hmm. He wasn't born with like a silver spoon in his mouth, mm -hmm. so that, that's pretty dope. Yeah. So this guy, he loves people. I wish I need to work on one of his films. So I'd be like, all right, I hope this one's <laughs> motherfucker's a hit. All right, I'll be working my ass off. Hey, we we gotta try to cater uh, John Wick two or something. Yeah. <laughs> Do something to bring a food truck out that motherfucker. Man, damn it. But yeah, that was Kill the Chronicles. All right, let's take a break and we'll get into our top five. Hope you enjoyed this. into our top five for this week which is top five black sitcoms sitcoms 
You want to set up the rules and, and regulations for this? A sitcom is... Lab, or non-animated is correct? Is it in this Not list? animated. Okay, okay. Maybe filmed before a live studio offense, but it's not a variety show. There's not skits. It is actors, writers, acting, different sets, sit, comedy. <laughs> uh, uh, let's say let, let, let's never, do I've, this. I've, I've never, I just never heard anyone say that before. Comedy. That's yeah. so that's that's so pretty let's good. just say this right now. Dave Chappelle does not count. Chappelle yeah. show does not count. That's right. That is a variety show. When we do top five variety shows, and that's number one, that will count. Yes, that's so, my yes, number so. one right now. If we do top five variety shows, now whose whose turn is it to go first this week? I think it's your turn to go first. It is okay. Let's do it. My number five is. This is, t- this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go with The Cosby Show at number five. Good job. Super iconic TV series. Um, my favorite episode. Shout out to uh, the Gordon Gartrell episode. That might be my Halloween costume this year if I can't find a lab coat with a Jurassic Park patch. I'm just going to, you know what? You know what? Fuck you. I'm going at my number five, too. All right. Let's just talk let's about it. Let's just talk about it at the same time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's iconic and it's. It was it was cool because it was like before we were just plumbers we were this and that we had we were custodians but he actually fought to be like nah I'm a doctor she's a lawyer I come from a family of doctors and lawyers I don't live in a ghetto I live in this nice ass up uh, house I never, never saw all them damn rooms <laughs> but it's a nice ass house. Like we come from money, we're not ignorant. Ain't gonna be no ignorance shown on this TV show. There can be real life situations, but this is a family, and shit happens. All oh, right. I like how Theo was dumb. <laughs> he's kind of dumb. All right. Now the uh, he yelled at him in the first episode, and he's like tried to give. But he like, went to college, though, right? No, you no, know, he did. Yeah. So no, like when he was like trying to live, he tried to give like an impassionate speech about how he didn't. He just wanted to live a regular ass life and be a garbage man, <laughs> and. And Bill was like, "That's some dumbass shit, boy. Get your ass in education. We got money." <laughs> exactly. He kept it way too one hundred on. Uh, Kooji sweaters. I mean, come on. Hell yeah, he said Kooji down to the socks. <laughs> Those sweaters. Uh, it birthed our favorite light skinned <laughs> actress, Raven Simone. Hell, Hell yeah, no. he did. We, you did do that, so well, bad babe on you. His name was Heathcliff, and you know, no one should terrorize. <laughs> um, his dad was awesome. My favorite episode. Oh shit! Were, you you forgot. Uh, my favorite Thundercat was on that show. Yep his his dad was the Thundercat, right? Yeah, his dad was the Thundercat. Yeah. Uh, my favorite episode is when they were singing to the parents, and then Rudy comes down. Baby! Um, was, um, my favorite episode was when Alicia Keys was um, Rudy's friend on the show. Oh yeah, wasn't Stephanie? T- wasn't wasn't the Stephanie Tanner's friend on that show too. Yeah, they they had a lot of like hilarious guest stars. Adam yeah. Tan- Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, uh, Bug. One of my favorite thing is uh, so Dwayne Hill from um, Psych. That's one of my favorite shows. And I'm actually gonna rewatch the. It's only eight <laughs> seasons. I'm actually gonna rewatch it. And so one of the running jokes on the show Psych was, "Aren't you Bug from the <laughs> the Cosby Show?" And it was just hilarious. But Anyway, um, they had secondary characters that were funny. It made us, kind of made us strive for, like, man, this ain't just us. And it's one of the longest-running TV shows ever. 
Oh, uh, it had a lot of good people on that show. I forget uh, Myra from Family Matters was on that show first. Oh, yep. As uh, Eddie's girlfriend. I mean Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, who's your favorite character on the Cosby show? Bill. <laughs> you, you weren't a big fan of Lisa Bonet? Oh, she was hot as shit. And she got hotter as she got older. She's one of the halfies that get the... the <laughs> <laughs> Mud well, buds? I don't know. Well, Muggles? No. I don't know. No, she was a half breed before it was hot on yeah, the streets. But no, she was one of the ones that gets the the fair skinness, but the aging of a black woman because she still look good today. Because you can you can get she's like, a day, she's a daywalker. Yeah, she's a daywalker. Like you, you're fair skin, and you maybe could pass for something else, but you get you age like a black woman. I think Mariah Carey does that too, but I don't think she's half. She says she is, but. Really she's so, she. You can tell she is, but you, but just by the daywalkerness, right? <laughs> mud bloods, mud bloods. Oh my god, that sounds even worse when you talk about black and white people. <laughs> like, oh wait, maybe you shouldn't use that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Drago, you fucking piece of racist. Shit. Right, but no, see. it's iconic, and it birthed a, a a few TV shows. It birthed a lot of TV shows. It birthed. We didn't have to be plumbers, and I'm not saying nothing about like. Plumbers and custodians, but no, we don't have to be typecast if we have just manual labor jobs. Oh, also shout out to the episode where um, Theo got tickets to Dance Mania. Because that was a jam. And it gave us a different world, so anyway. Yeah, it did. Well, have you watched that since it's been on Netflix? Probably not. I haven't watched it, not no. even once, not even a little. It wasn't that. And it's rewatchable. Cosby Show, you can still watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my criteria is like, will I watch it right now if it's on? Hell, yeah. Damn, so it's my turn again yeah. since you just talked about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Martin. Wow. What? I'm just bringing out the big guns right away. Well, that's not how it works. It's my top five. You can't wow yeah, at it. Yeah, go ahead. This is my opinion, mm-hmm. Mr. Damone. You do it wrong. That's why you do it. You, don't, don't, you know what? You don't get to tell me you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have put Cosby Show at your number five. All right. Well, Martin. Martin Lawrence, is, he had a great career as Def Jam comedian. He had a lot of great catchphrases. The cast was great. A lot of good running jokes. Tommy didn't have a job. Cole was dumb. Uh, he's kicking out Pam. He played multiple characters like Shanene and the kid with a snotty nose. A lot of great hip-hop artists started on it. Biggie, Jodeci was on it, etc. I can go on and on. Martin, one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. You want to give you more time to write? Oh, no. Uh, you done? Mm-hmm. Good job. Way to lose. Uh, my Wife and Kids, Damon Wayans, uh, Tanisha Arnold, and it was hella funny. Um, <laughs> like, it's one of the sh- – it, uh, it was the Wayans Brothers show, so it was cut early way too soon. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> uh, they were at the Chinese restaurant, and he kicks his daughter in the pod. <laughs> it's like she fell. It had good chemistry between um, Tanisha Arnold and Damon Wayans. Uh, their chemistry was fun. It wasn't. It it was them being older and being you know having wife and kids. Junior was dumb as fuck. Junior was from uh, New York undercover. <laughs> he sure was. <laughs> and his father was always giving them shit. They had. Um, it, again, another not a, not an ignorant family and stuff like that. Little girl was cute. 
Then she got kind of funny looking. Then she got cute again. I think one of the was the married kid on there. Smart guy was he on there? No, it was a different. It kid. was a different kid. He was smart guy esque. Yeah. And then also the daughter got replaced at one point. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, the dark skin and like was she like dark skin and with the light skin? And they, they always do that. Yeah, and then, and like, then like, like they I'm, made the joke about it yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Uh, Junior got a girl pregnant, so they kept it all one hundred. Uh, one of my honorable mention for best black sitcoms is the George Lopez show because. <laughs> Because we're not, because it was awesome. He was black, anyway. But that show was also awesome. But anyway, um, it was just a funny show. It was a grown up Damon Wayans being on TV. Uh, he had to deal with the uh, the neighbor that he hated, the white dude, the the doctor. Um, yeah. So it was just a fun show. Wayne's Brothers comedy and the sitcom, and it was safe for TV. That's good. I think our list is going to be very different this week. Good. That's a good choice. It was a good choice because I didn't like that show. Okay. I mean, I watched it, but it was just because I felt like I had to. I love that show. It's good. My number three is Living Single. We are living hey. single. Ooh, in a 90s kind of world. Oh, I'm glad oh, I got my girls. Keep your head up. What? Keep, Keep your head, head up. up. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> I know. I, do the whole thing, I, I, I do. We do know the whole thing, but we can we can just be like, <laughs> okay, you guys, you guys know it. We'll spare them. Now, at one point, I remember at one point check, at, check, check at work when I had, I, and <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a loop on YouTube that has like season one through five, all the different versions of the theme song, mm-hmm. and you could listen to it for an hour. Nice. I did that shit at work. It was it was a slow day, and I love that I love that theme song. It's pretty great. Queen Latifah can do no wrong. She got naked on the. HBO. She can do no wrong. So you're just a fan of, like, like how you're a fan of Leslie Jones' new pictures? Blast mode. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so upset right now. <laughs> the room just got hotter. <laughs> but like, that, what the fuck? I told you that in confidence. <laughs> it, that was an unfortunate situation that, ha- that happened with Leslie Jones. <laughs> But Living Single was one of the <laughs> greatest sitcoms of all time. <laughs> he just wants to lose right now. Show's over. Thank you guys for coming this week. <laughs> I guess the show's over, period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? You just, you just go ahead. Go ahead with this. I need to compose myself now. I'm not even going to edit that out. I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Greatest seven times ever. All right. I will buy number... <laughs> My number three is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, man. Uh, it was about a kid from West Philadelphia. He was born and raised on a playground where he spent most of his days, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and sh- maybe sometimes shooting some b-ball outside of school. One day, a couple of guys, they were up to no good, started making trouble in his neighborhood. He got one little fight, and his mom got scared, so he, she's moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. Where did they move him to? Bel-Air. Oh, okay. I wish for a cabin when it came near. The license plate said Fresh and had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could tell this guy was rare, but I thought now I could get your homes to Bel-Air. I pulled. All right. Anyway, the spoken word version would be better. Will Smith, as not an actor, gave us a few ser- few seasons. Again, a not a very. It ran long, right? No, it was on for a long time. Yeah, it it kind of ran its course. So I'm not gonna knock it for getting cut early. And it ended by choice because Will Smith was like, he had to tell aliens, "Welcome to Earth." Yeah, Earth. 
he ended, he ended it by choice. Yeah. So it good. It had a good run. Uh, classic character. It didn't give us a lot of stars from the show though. Master Shredder was on there. No, there's plenty of stars from that show. But like stars, like that branched out and did everything. Um, just Carlton, I guess. Yeah. And it, no. He is famous for being Carlton. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I got, I got, now he's on America's Funny Song. Oh, video. wait. There is, there is plenty of good guest stars like uh, yes. Don Cheadle. Tyra Banks. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about it because it's also on, on my list. So, yeah, so are you number three in it now? Yeah. All right. So, um, it great running jokes. One of my favorite things is the handshake um, and Jazz getting thrown out of the house at different angles. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was awesome when they went to the trap house uh then we'll have like three different mothers play <laughs> play his mothers and shit like when they come over <laughs> uh no he had the same mom aunt viv got replaced that was a good joke yeah uh i mean i definitely preferred the first aunt viv that had beef everybody knows about that and then the baby get replaced um well there was like first they had the baby uh-huh. and then between seasons he was like five years old yeah and they, between, they made that joke about yeah. that too because, first of all, child actors suck, period. So you might as well get a someone that can read lines and some shit like that. Um, it started off and it got better. Uh, it showed it had very, it was it was woke as fuck to be a comedy show in the 90s. It was very woke. They talked about um, black people being uh, harassed by cops. They talk about black people being harassed by other people. Carlton gave one of my favorite speeches. Uh, about I gotta I, ju- I gotta jump the same hurdles as you, man. So why are you trying to trip me up? Yeah, and that shit was like real. You can tell that Carlton was a real actor when shit like that happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I went to Juilliard. It was this cl- motherfucker's a rapper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scene where uh, Aunt Viv was about to get ghetto, but then like, if Uncle Phil would have gave, if we were acting. And I was that cop to play the cop, and Uncle Phil gave that speech to me. I still would have been scared because he nutted up on a huge. Uh, one of my favorite rappers, Jermaine Cole. Uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> He's real dad I ever know. But I have a man. Uh, don't save her if you don't want to be saved. Uh, it was it was fire from is it, it was awesome, man. And it showed us like yeah, I want to move to Bel Air, but it showed everything ain't cool. Uh, it showed us Will trying to stay true to his home, but also assimilating with the culture and stuff like that. It wasn't too heavy on stuff, which was cool, but when they got heavy, they got fucking heavy, like the dad scene. How come he don't want me, man? That was a real scene. It was. That shit. That, so like, and then it grew Will as an actor and some of his best work still to this day. It's a great show. It aged well too. Still, stand, still tends up. I know kids today that watch that shit in reruns. So, like, yeah. Kid, that's funny too. Like, kids today do know that theme song. Mm-hmm. Still, and they watch that shit. Like, they really watch that. What number are we on? Two. Uh, two. This is a tough choice for me. The Wayne's Brothers. No. Right. You probably won't guess it. But I mentioned it a lot on the show before. Oh, I see you moving your list out of the way. Frazier. That's a black shit comment. No, no, it isn't. Okay. Um, Moesha. Good. That was out of left field one. Yeah, it was a, a dope-ass show. Yeah, it was. Remember, but um, 
Mo, she made. I mean, she's a teenager. She made a lot of dumb decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Remember how her dad tried to get her to that new car, but then she didn't want it because she wanted a Jeep. Mm-hmm. That was dumb. Yeah. Uh, and she dated uh, Blade's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Fredo's Fred, Fredo's Onyx. Yeah. Um, R I P to uh, Hakeem. She put Ray J on there too. Hell yeah! I mean, the show kind of jumped the shark at that point. Yeah. It, that show went <laughs> went beyond its course. You know when like your characters start going to college, it probably should be over. Yeah, uh, college usually doesn't age well no, because then no. it's like a different dynamic and stuff like that. Because do you want to do campus life and still have the family involved? Yeah. Or do you want to do them living at home and still, but then you can't have the party life and stuff like that? So yeah, it's hard. You you kind of have to gotta have to rugrats that shit. I'm not saying that the rugrats <laughs> queen years was the best shit, but you gotta kind of like if, if this you, is yeah. one show now this is another show. No, you're right. If you if you can keep them 14 to 15 forever yeah uh that 70 show yeah yeah they're gonna we're gonna be in the eighth grade for seven years they were asking cut your time he was like i was not allowed to work out i had to keep this frame for <laughs> remember those are old people playing uh teenagers and they had to <laughs> stay teenage looking um well she was awesome i i that's where i first got introduced to saturn <laughs> <laughs> Saturn had that exclusive deal with UPN, man. They both hey. came out at the same time. They're like, hey, hey they, they made each other money. Saturn was a good fucking car company people slept on. Me and uh, shout out to D, uh, D Spence. We drove from Pittsburgh to Tijuana in eight hours flat because he was doing an average of 95 the whole way down there. <laughs> in the Saturn? In the Saturn. That's quality right there. Stick shift. Um, I, I had two blunts with me, pre-rolls, uh, thanks to Johnny Cummins. But... Uh, when I got across the border, like we, we accidentally went across the border, so I don't want to bring weed back from Mexico over there because I know, you know, that would be just no good. So I threw my blunts out the window, and then they just let us ride right through the thing, and I was like, damn it, this is wasted weed. I was going to smoke hella weed. <laughs> I think that was my first uh, MJ story from you. I didn't know you touched the, the devil's lettuce. This is me and weed. Like, I didn't, I didn't do it in high school. I didn't start. I didn't sit my first alcohol until i was a senior and then we had shit face tuesday with my boy rafael kino that's my dude he taught me how to drink he's my drinking yoda uh i was actually taught how to drink properly and that's why i'm an excellent alcoholic i hold three belts uh (laughs) but um yeah three three different practices yeah but i never liked weed um and then like as i got older i'll smoke and then i didn't like how it felt like one time i was a pothead for like a weekend i didn't get shit done and so i didn't like it and then now it's just too strong for me. Like, I trip when I smoke weed. Like, last time I smoked was, like, four years ago. Like, like I was so high, I, I had to walk back to uh, Barry live. Like, Johnny Cummins lived. Barry, damn, whole government. So, Barry lived right down the street from me. <laughs> and so, um, like, he lived right down. Like, we lived on two different ends of the street. And so, I had to walk back to my apartment for uh, something. And so, as I'm walking up the steps, this is me when I get high. Man, what if I fall and break my neck? What if I already fell and broke my neck? What if I'm laying right now and my head's bleeding and I'm dying and they're looking for me? Then I had to stop and like, like I'm, I'm like, all right, all right, just stop that. So I get in my apartment. I lay down my bed. All right, man. What if you're still outside and you think you're in your bed? <laughs> so like that's what happens. So I can't smoke weed anymore. I just can't. It's just too much for me. So I get that. I get that. Yeah, so it's like the weed is it's too, it's too strong, man. I I need regular weed. They don't have Reggie. Like I want Reggie. Nobody wants to smoke Reggie anymore. I want to smoke some Reggie. All right, I need Reggie. I don't have a high tolerance. Vodka, yes. 
You got to start small, man. Mm-hmm. Right, it's your turn to think. Uh, Wayne's brothers. They're we're happy brothers, and they're happy. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Da-da-da-da. Give me a high five. Um, now, this was a show that was cut short in the prime. Uh, UPN, you pick a nigga. <laughs> one of the uh, Malcolm and Eddie, another one of the show that was cut. Oh, man. That was, was well, actually, Mar- uh, the Wayne's run WB. WB? Yeah. The same. They remember they switched all the name. UPN, WB, CW. They keep, they were all the same one. Oh, yeah. They merged eventually. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, so two to the two youngest, well, not probably not the two, are they the two youngest brothers? Yeah, the two youngest brothers. There's no other yeah. brothers, right? No. All right. Did I count seven? I'll, I'll pull up the flow chart later, but yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two youngest off the top of my head. The two youngest brothers, one um, open newsstand, in middle of New York, and that really was expensive, probably to be in that building and shit like that. And they never played on that. Pops uh, gave us had pops. Then it had John Witherspoon as the father, Sean and Marlon, Deidre, uh, TC, Taki Baku. That uh, it was comedy. It was just good fun, goofy ass comedy and shit like that. Um, they lived together in a small ass New York apartment, so it was probably a mansion in California. <laughs> but um, it was just funny. It was it was freaking awesome. Pops favorite? is iconic. You have a favorite episode? Anytime he did the sugar pops dance. <laughs> anytime, uh, and when uh, anytime. They would talk. They compare dick sizes, and like they would. The running joke was Marlon was packing, and Sean had a little dick, and he was like, "It's not the size of the pencil, so it's how you use the eraser, <laughs> or it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean." Um, I couldn't pick a favorite one off top. Um, the episode I remember the most is the one where uh, Sean got hired for affirmative action, and they just had him like sharpening pencils, <laughs> and, he, and he quit because he thought it was demeaning. Mm-hmm. Should I have took that job? Hell yeah. Be bored and I'm getting paid as much as these motherfuckers. Maybe if the internet was better back then, he probably would have kept the job. <laughs> True. True. There was nothing to keep you busy. Sudoku wasn't popping back in the hood. No, it wasn't. It was it was Madhood and the uh stuff that Pops would serve was just nasty. He had a nasty ass diner, which again wouldn't happen in New York because health codes and shit like that. But um I think Pop- the, I think the mafia was involved and he was just on the take. Uh, I believe that possibly re- 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 reprising his role from Friday and uh, Boomerang, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mushroom Belt, <laughs> Mushroom Jacket Inline, but yeah, it was comedy. Uh, it was a Wayne's production, so I love everything that Marlon does. Everything he's he's underrated. I wish he got more serious acting work. Wrecking for a Dream is a pretty great movie. I think I've seen that. Is that the uh, one with uh, Jared Leto and uh, Jennifer Connelly? Is it on Netflix? And Keith David is in it. I don't think it's on Netflix. Okay. But that's, you never seen it? No. That shit is like the biggest anti-drug movie ever. And that wasn't their fault about G.I. Joe. <laughs> that wasn't his fault. No, I don't blame him for that. Yeah. That was terrible. When they when they said Suits, the movie went down. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, there. All right. My turn for my favorite black sitcom of all time. Family Matters. It's a rare condition this day and age. This is the greatest good news on the newspaper sitcom page. ever. Love and on the grand design. I, 
Laura was kind of terrible. Steve did a lot. He had to like travel through time, make make robots, clone himself. He 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 did everything. He made rocket packs. He did everything for Laura, and she didn't want him until he almost died in space. Mm-hmm. That show went and got funky after a while too. But that show also jumped the shark because mm-hmm. they added another kid, and then things got weird. Uh, yeah. Most memorable episodes: the one where Eddie got beat up by the dragons. The cop when he got arrested by the police. Yeah, he's like, "Why don't you stop being a cop?" Start being my dad. Uh man. It gave me Eddie Winslow and for the longest they said I looked like Eddie Winslow, so I was called Eddie Winslow. Not fun time. What I didn't like the show, okay. Love the show. And it came on TGI Fridays, which was a time where America was at home watching shoes. Wasn't um America's Funniest Home Video on before that, too? Yeah, it was like a little before the primetime spot, before yeah. like before it got popping. Yeah, um, it, it should get popping. I used to look forward to that. Um, Laura wasn't bad enough for Steve to do all that shit for her. Love that he loved cheese. Uh, um, you know, and Steve- Myra was hot. That was my point. I couldn't think of it up. Myra was way hotter than Laura, and she had big tetas. I think that... And she would let him. And she would let him hit it in the booty. <laughs> no, I think he was trying to be realistic to show that like Steve was like going above and beyond, mm-hmm. and that he kind of had a good a good thing under his nose, but he didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And R.P. because she, I think she'd passed from yeah. uh, stomach cancer. He gave us the Urkel dance, which yes, which is one of my favorite episodes. I'm glad you brought that up. Had, Laren- had the Urkel dance, do the Urkel because every '90s show had to have a dance. And Lorenz Tate. Was in that episode? Oh, dog. Um, the Marvel crossover ever episode was my favorite. <laughs> Go on. I've never watched one single episode of Family Matters. What? Never watched it. How do you know about the Urkel dance then? The internet. So. Trolled you. In the middle of a troll. Like, no way I know all that shit. <laughs> no way the fucking shit. Uh, he really was looking at me like, wait, you've never seen Family Matters? The, uh, we were now, just talking about you, the Gladiator episode. You, um. I had to throw you off because I already won. I mean, you pissed me off a lot this episode. <laughs> like, it's like, it's a personal best for you. <laughs> He's almost threw something through the TV twice this episode. Um. It was a no, great show. Great, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's, it's a good time. Reason why it's like it's not one of the shows I'll watch all the time. It kind of dated itself. It's, it's aged. It's aged and it's there. It's nostalgic. It's 90s nostalgia. It's not that I somehow watch because it wasn't laugh out loud funny. The grandma was funny because she seemed like a thug. She seemed like she was like one of Medea's that had a pistol on her all the time, but she wouldn't tell nobody. She was sweet. She wasn't. Uh, the aunt, and then the uh, the little kid. What was the Ricky or whatever? The, little, the light little, skin. Little Richie. Little Richie. Yeah. His Michael Jackson fascination was a little weird. Yeah, and we never saw a dad, so the stereotype. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? There's a little implications that uh, Steve's the dad. No. <laughs> yeah, in my fan fiction. Fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Writes itself. No, but there is like implications that uh, Little Richie's mom was like a floozy. Oh. So maybe she maybe she didn't know who the dead was. It was Rick Fox. The, 
Uh, that was a big house and another house we never saw all them damn rooms. They had hella kids. Like, well, no, it was three kids, right? Grandma lived there. Three kids, grandma lived there. And then, well, well, and then, uh, then, 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 well, then, at one point they had three kids, and then I mean, I guess like Judy ran away. Okay. <laughs> and so they had three kids, mom and dad. So that's four. Okay, three. So maybe the girls shared, but it's at least four rooms. Grandma had a room, and then the aunt lived there for a while. Yep, and little Richie. And little Richie. That was a big-ass house on a cop's salary. Well, you forget that the mom worked at... Uh, she a bus driver or something like that? Nah, she worked... Remember she worked on uh, Perfect Strangers? She oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> no, Family Matters is a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't remember? Not really. I'm going to send you a link later. No, you Somebody on Twitter back me up on this after I upload this episode. Nah, she was in an episode with uh, Cousin Larry on, Family, on Perfect Strangers. I don't remember Perfect Stranger. Is that Balky? Yeah. Okay. Whitewashing. <laughs> so um, what's what's your what's your number one show? Martin, Martin, Martin. Oh, you so crazy! First of all, it had an iconic theme song with one word. And ad- and ad libs. Had ad libs. Uh, it birthed it birthed people like Trinidad James. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine, the player. I'm a player from the Himalayas. No, really, Martin. I hope Martin won money from that lawsuit. I think secretly that's why Trinidad James isn't around anymore. He is around. He got a new song on the radio. She ain't fat, bruh. She just a little dick got a uh, little dicky and mystical on it. That that's, that's not Trinidad James song, is it? Yeah. I thought it was a little dicky song. No, that's Trinidad James song. All right, well. First of all, little dicky does not have the right to make that song. He can be on that song and he gassed that song, but he couldn't make that song. Okay. He'd be like, hey, no, no. Hey, stop, stop. Cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. Um, uh, Jerome, greatest player, wearing high karate. Uh, Don't You Know No Good, one of my favorite songs. Um, the fan fiction is that eventually that um, Martin left Gina to be with Pam and Wild Hawks. True. Alternate reality. Um, uh, Kung Fu Jones. Great characters. Uh, my favorite character is King Beef. Because, like, the motherfucker is like, it was old, bad movies, and that Cole used to put on, and it was the funniest shit in the world because it was Martin with a buff suit with a hell of taco meat. It was like, Godzilla is attacking the city. We must flee. But first, I must dance. I do still do the King Beef dance. Martin was a little bit sitcom meets meets uh, sketch comedy, which was dope. Mm-hmm. And and a little bit of variety show because it just had musical musical guests randomly appear on it, kind of like uh, Moesha, which is great. Mm-hmm. Drew Hill was on it. I never understood. I I, w- I always wondered how big his TV his radio show was because it sounded like it was a big radio show, but it didn't do very well. But I would think like it sounded like it was big, right? It sounded like it was a cameo of Detroit. But I don't like. But it was a talk show, right? So I don't I don't know I never understood how big it was because if it really was big how sometimes they played it would Martin would make more money and his show his his station wouldn't have been in trouble, but then I guess if he's the only person ever on the show <laughs> station, <laughs> I never saw any of the other DJs. <laughs> Martin works like eighteen hours a day. Exactly. Um, oh Otis, uh, it just he he did so many characters. Uh, you said before Tommy Brown didn't have a job. I I, I make fun of Farlene about not having a job. 
Brother man from the fifth flow holding up uh, four fingers. I don't know. Sandwiches. Uh, uh, his mama you mean, biscuits. Uh, Gina, Gina side piece. Huh? Those, the subplot. Uh, <laughs> his mama biscuits. You better not talk about his mama biscuits. One of my favorite episodes when the uh, girl's giving birth on the counter and Martin caught her like a football. Um, when Cole had to live there and he was having a party and to kick everybody out and he was clipping his toenails and damn near knocked Gina out. The CG toenail? Yeah. Uh, when he was fighting Hitman Tommy Hearns, he comes back with his face all knocked up and shit like that. Um, I I don't understand how you put that show that early because that was fucking crazy. This is the greatest black sitcom ever. The greatest black sitcom ever. When he run the <laughs> when the fool run the lottery <laughs> and he came in riding on the chariots and he was like being shady to everybody and he found out he only won like forty three dollars. <laughs> yeah, the Pinto. That was the greatest. TV show of all time. That's why he lose. And because I kind of sabotaged you with a few of the stuff I shouldn't have said on the air. You, well, that's fine. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? I'm going to say my honorable mentions first. Okay. Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Hates Chris. And my brother and me. Because mm-hmm. it introduced us to Goo Punch. Goo Punch. That was a terribly... Terribly active TV show. Hell yeah, it was. But I still watch it for some reason. Because <laughs> it was black people on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I'm like, well, I guess I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, does the Cosby Mysteries count? <laughs> no. Okay, I won't say that. Then. That's all I got. What else you got? Uh, oh, I gotta say, uh, Malcolm and Eddie. And I told, and do you remember I told you you suggested another top five this week, mm-hmm. and I told you we couldn't do that because we were already doing this top five. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to do a joke that I made 15 years ago. All right. Uh, because I drew this dumbass picture about a sitcom called Malcolm and Yeti, which stars um, Malcolm Jamal Warner and a Yeti. It's kind of like Carrie and the Hendersons, but a black one. Malcolm and the Yeti. <laughs> you done with? Yeah, that's, that's why we're doing this this top five this week, actually. No, just so you can tell that terrible joke, and yeah. you wonder why I'm not supporting your fictional comedic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they can't all be winners. I mean, right. <laughs> this is how comedy works. There's 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 peaks. There's you, peaks. There's, pe- there's, there's peaks and valleys. All right. Do your research, man. All right. Uh, Steve Harvey show. Hanging with Mr. Coozer because I'm from Oakland. I don't know if it was that good of a show. No, it, I thought it was a good show. That's that's in my honorable mentions. Uh, sister, sister. It was on TGIF. Sister, sister. Hell yeah, Batman was on it. Yeah. Cousin Skeeter. Because it gave us Megan Good and Bill Bellamy as a puppet. <laughs> and Richard and Richard Richard. Um, what's the show uh with uh Jordy Miller and all her light skinned family? <laughs> Girlfriends? No, no. Girlfriends was a good show. No, Jordy Miller went the Schmoltz, the Schmoltz family and shit like that. Oh, right? Rock. No, rock? no, no. There was there was she one was on, show she was on that show. She was on Rock, but there was one show where all her brothers and sisters were on the show. I can't remember it. Rock was a sitcom, but that shit was real as fuck. Uh, it had Andre the drug dealer. <laughs> it had Pinky's, one of my favorite Pinky roll. He scared me on that shit. There was a lot of great black sit- bleak sitcoms. Good, good oh, jo- my bad. Oh, I almost forgot. D.L. Hughley show. That show, that show. That show was great. That show was awesome. Good job remembering my cousin Skeeter. Bernie Mac show. Ber- oh, we both fail. We both lose because we forgot Bernie Mac show. It's funny how I didn't mention that, but I've actually been watching that on Netflix recently. 
It's funny because he got the show right after he got the show right after he pitched the show on Kings of Comedy and said America won't give me a TV show. <laughs> he sure did. He pitched the show on Kings of Comedy. Well, that was that was pretty genius, actually. Yeah. He's like, and said, I bet you motherfuckers won't give me it. He's like, ha, I'll give you one. <laughs> he, well, I think because Kings of Comedy did so well. They were like, wait a minute. Black people support black comedians? I'm like, y'all thought y'all found Eddie Murphy? <laughs> like, hey, but I guess I guess white people like take credit for our, our shit. Like, they thought they blew up Eddie Murphy, they blew up Richard Pryor. Like, oh my god, you guys support each other? What the fuck? No, mother <laughs> shit like that. Y'all don't support us. Y'all will tell us, and I'm like, some of these comedians are awesome. Louis C.K. is awesome, dude. But y'all will tell me that D- Daniel Taj deserves his own show. He does for that the, the shit he does. I like the shit he did. He does. He doesn't deserve a fucking hour con- comedy. No, he doesn't. Yeah, but for what he did, the TV show, yeah. Okay, you did that, and you do it in your best monotone way. I can watch the Tosh show. You you do that. That ain't even shooting all this shit. No, that's just trash. But our black comedians be like some of the most genius in the world, but y'all don't give, they don't give Kevin Hart no love. He's probably one of the biggest flops in the year, and his movie probably made more money than... Bet he's on that biggest flop list for one of the uh, Central Intelligent, but I bet that movie I'm- made money. We can talk about it. I want, I'm glad you said you want to talk about it the next week because I want to look at profit margins and whatnot for mm-hmm. uh, black comedies. Um, oh, yeah. I, I want to do talk about the – we're looking at the list of highest paid actors for 2016. Mm-hmm. The Rock was number one. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford was at number 20 for $15 million, which mm-hmm. is solely uh, Force Awakens. Swag. Fucking genius. Mm-hmm. He got he basically got paid a million dollars every minute. Mm-hmm. He 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 Floyd Mayweather that shit. He shit. he fucking did. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll come back for this shit. Uh, yeah. You got to give me fifteen million though, and kill me in fifteen minutes. Yeah, he's like, I ain't I ain't no. I'm shooting all my scenes in one day. I got I got planes to crash. I'm done. Exactly. They probably had a no. There's no set changes. You're gonna shoot here. <laughs> you're gonna do here and here. All right. I want all my sets. I'm doing this shit in one day. I'm old. I gotta go drink prune juice. My hip hurts. <laughs> <laughs> my arthritis is kicking in fuck that shit I ain't doing this no more and I'm not going and I'm not being a force ghost <laughs> never really I'm, believed it in the first place <laughs> I'm not coming back don't try it yeah Mm-mm. no I'm not a force ghost fuck that shit three movies I'm, no don't put me in that shit with Obi-Wan and them nah fuck that shit is there a re- is there is there redeeming is there re- redeem the uh what was his name? Kylo Ren? Yeah. Is there any redemption for him? Yeah. Like, I do you see three? I see I see three movies. Yeah. Do you see in the third one he redeeming and then dying? No. No, I don't. And we haven't talked about this. I have another Star Wars related question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see Donald Glover as young Lando? Or I'm, Lando's son, you mean? No. Young Lando. And... In no, it's a prequel. It's going to be like Young Lando. No. I don't want to see that either. Mm-mm. Again, I know what happened. He snitches. No. He, he, uh, no, they they want to try to like redeem him as a character. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big-ass Donald Glover fan. I just mm-hmm. don't want... I was not a fan of these I would love it to be Lando's son. You mean to tell me Lando get no pussy in space? He was the only black person <laughs> in space. That's like being the only black person in Iowa. You're getting all the trim. There is some high yellow kid walking around in Iowa because the one black dude came. You ever see that movie where it's like people trying to be thugs in Iowa and there was one black dude came and they was just like all on his dick and stuff like that? What was that movie called? It was hella funny. But you mean to tell me that 
the, one of the prettiest niggas in America at that time with good baby hair. First of all, where do you pro- where do you find that product? All right, on Tatooine was that where you had to go get the product and shit like that. You mean the only nigga in space that we knew that was nigga that didn't have a mask on was one, the prettiest person in the whole movie. Oh, is that safe? Yep, the prettiest person in the whole movie didn't get no pussy and had no kids. He has hella kids. He's Thanos. Yeah. Now that's some fan fiction, but he didn't. He didn't have the force, so it's really not reason to talk about him. Any kind of snitch. There's a galaxy full of snitches. That's kind of like the basis of Star Wars. <laughs> there is a galaxy full of snitches. <laughs> a galaxy far, far away, full of snitches. Uh, you got anything else before we wrap up this week? I never wrap it up. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is it? Whoa. What, what, what Shout is, out uh, to Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, you almost forgot. I didn't. You tried to throw me off. You almost Roy jones Y'all must have forgot. Yep, you almost didn't catch that. Shout out to uh, new fan of the show, Will the Barber. <laughs> Y'all been sleeping on this, son. This show's fire. Welcome. Welcome to the club, my um, friend. Anything else before we wrap up? Nope, I'm good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tell a friend. Tweet us. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the Twitters. We're on, uh, I think I'm. Is your MySpace still around? It is, but I, I can't remember the password or, <laughs> or the email <laughs> to remove the password. You can't. You can't get to your uh, your Hotmail anymore. Mm-mm. Oh, all right. Oh, it was on Hotmail. Yeah, then I know it. Because uh, my Hotmail is still. I still use my Hotmail because that's my. Face, that's my Netflix account and my uh, Microsoft account. I still have I still have my Hotmail. So, mm-hmm. Shaq knows this forever. Twism for life. But now it's like Outlook because it's like yeah, Hotmail still it's a thing. Mm. It's still a thing. Do you know anybody with Hotmail besides you? You? I don't have a Hotmail. Yeah, you do. Everybody has a Hotmail. Because you have you, you had an got... Xbox and you had 360, so shut up. You had to have a Hotmail. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so everybody has one. Our AOL keyword is all pods matter. Uh, you could find us. You can download our uh, episodes at Napster <laughs> and LimeWire. <laughs> we are in all the AOL chat rooms. Um, ask about us at your local library. Mm-hmm. Or ask, ask Jeeves. Oh, don't forget that one. That's a good one right there. <laughs> we brought that one out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. They still have a building in Oakland somehow. No, it's just com because that's still something. I just think they haven't got up there and took the sign down. <laughs> it just they might have been smart enough to just parlay. They was like, we get, we made money off this shit. Let's just parlay. It's like the whole thing is like people didn't evolve. AOL didn't evolve into what it should have been. AOL, it was AOL ran everything. They didn't evolve with the times. It was like, no, nah, you were supposed to buy a phone companies and be an AOL phone company. Like, who was, who was, who was, son, for, if it wasn't AOL, it wasn't popping back in the day. And they didn't parlay that to anything. You see how Pacific Bell bought AT&T and then said, you know what, now we're AT&T. We should, I think we should work on a screenplay about the search engine wars, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be, it's going to be like, it's going to be like a hard R rated film. And there's going to be like a lot of drug use and, and just gunfights and and titties and titties everywhere. everywhere. And hard it's, sex it, scenes. It's going to be it's going to be like Wolf of Wall Street, but with like search engine wars. 
They're going to be like clapping back. Like Alta Vista is going to be coming at AOL. Mm-hmm. Ask Jeeves is going to be running at uh, Yahoo. And then, no, talk about the seediness of shit that was happening. How like prostitution was going on in AOL chat rooms and shit like that. Hell yeah. Man. Oh, no, it should be like a Chronicles of the Dark Side of the Internet of how like shit's been used to uh, like. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, we're yeah, we kind of ran off on that I, one. I, uh, I know too much. Yeah, we we got to save this for later. Don't 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 spill it all on the show. Don't spill it for the whole list. Thanks for listening, every uh, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll delete that part. Yeah, I was just doing some scatting, like that episode of Living Single where T.C. Carson was uh, doing a scatting jazz thing. Remember that? You didn't say who he was. Oh, God of War. Scotty, I like this man. I'm just vibing out, y'all. Never negating my soul These highs and lows are making me old Supposed to be in the clouds, I know But not without destiny, baby, let's go Millions of miles away Somebody, you're making no smile today A thousand ways to die But I'm living, I'm feeding their mind They giving, they catching the itis The slightest in height But waiting to scale The world with the tightest of flows No, I'm not in my prime But close and I'm feeling sublime You ain't see your time Hoping I fail Blocking my calling You get no avail So follow my trail I lead it with style Relax We can Giving you limits and minutes, I made out with women in Venice. I'm kidding, that was a dream, I guess. Just warming, you haven't seen my best. Pinnacle, we not identical, still got a smile. These people are cynical, racist, divided. Where was the love? Hero was needed, I'm here because nobody else has stepped to the plate. Running for home before it's too late. The darker it gets, the freaks come out. Well, break me, I saw them what peace is about. Like Sulu Nation, Operation Forward Buzz. Giving their body, I'm patiently waiting, my time will come. Giving them food. Baby, baby, baby.